Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 275. And away we go. Everybody, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Party. Joined, as always, my good, dear, close personal friend, Marcus DeShawn. Marcus, how are you feeling today? Marcus DeShawn? Davenport Schwan, the fourth? Uh, you know my middle name is Alexander, right? Okay, sure. That's maybe your stage name. It's, how you feeling, Marcus? How you feeling? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing so much better. You get tested I again? Was, I tested negative. Really? Yeah. When? I tested negative early this week. I tested negative on Tuesday. Went, got tested again today. Uh, most likely that's going to be negative again. Awesome. So. I'm getting tested to, uh, Saturday. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it's negative. Just to put this thing behind me. I was shocked, dude. I went to a baby shower this past weekend, mm-hmm. right? And a couple people I spoke to who had COVID said it took them like four or five months from the, like, not test negative anymore. I did not test positive anymore. Well, yeah, it's so, three months. That was freaking me out. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that because, no. like, I have to go to a doctor's. I had to go to. Uh, I had a fucking rough week this week. You always have a rough week. I told you. I don't think I talked about it on the show. But I told, told you on the way to AC that I had to get strapped to a heart monitor. Yes. So I go to the hospital get, get this thing attached to me. So the guy puts all these stickers on my chest. And it's all these wires. He's taping the wires to my chest so they don't hang out. And the monitor is this brick that goes around my neck. Very mm-hmm. big, very bulky, very uncomfortable. Right. Never got the results. Never? So I called the doctor. He said, oh, the, 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 the report has been created. But it's not okay. been opened yet. So let me get in touch with them, see what's going on. I got a phone call a week later. The thing malfunctioned. I got to do the whole thing all over again. Stop it. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how pissed I was. That's so frustrating. Because the first time I was, get... I was off from work, like nobody saw me do it. It was easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I was easy in and out. So the doctor's office, one of his offices is right around the corner from my job. I go there. They're like, oh, uh, have you been around anybody or have you had any symptoms? I'm like, yeah, I tested positive, like on the 7th. Oh, uh, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know what this means. Like, just have a seat. We'll be, uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I have to, I have to call my manager, blah, 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 blah. So then they take me from the waiting room. Uh, can you? Uh, would you mind waiting in the hallway? Oh my god! I'm like treating you like a leper. Yeah, like I had the plague in a way because I did. And then <laughs> yeah, you are. So they finally let me go into this, get it done that day. And it's a tiny ass sticker, the, the, the size of a half dollar. They attached to my chest. That was it. No way. They were surprised they're using that old one because it's antiquated. That's why it didn't fucking work. Right. Oh my god! So I have to go to the doctor next this upcoming week. And make the appointment, and I tell her again, uh, can I come? Because I'm technically still positive. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, let me find, like, she had to cancel the appointment. I got to let her know if I test positive on s- tomorrow, Saturday. 
I'm like, this thing's fucking really uh, fucking annoying. I want to be negative and get it done with. Oh my god, that's crazy, dude. It's the same. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. Oh, Jesus. So do you get do you get charged twice for that? Like, you should probably get like a refund or uh, you know, th- this one's on us. I didn't get a bill for the first one yet, so that's a good question. I didn't even think about that. I'll keep an eye out. Thank it's you not your fault that you have to go for it again. It's a good one. I will look that into that. That's a great, great point. Thank you. You're welcome. As you're writing it down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, this fucking COVID thing is. Uh, so you're negative. I'm hoping that's a good sign for me, because we were in the same. We had the same contagion. I guess whatever the words I'm looking for is. But at the, at the same time, though, it's just such a crapshoot. It hits everyone differently. Affects yeah. everyone differently. Like you affected me and you both differently. Uh, and. Who knows? Hopefully, dude, I'm I'm hoping that you test negative. Yeah, I'm, I, I dude, I was seriously shocked. My wife was even like, "Did they did they get the right person? Like, yeah. what's up? Was it a rapid or PCR? Uh, rapid, because I got it later that day. I'm thinking. That's I'm a assuming good sign. it's rapid. It is. It's the same, but I'm thinking that's a good sign. Glass half full here. I'm hoping because I have a party to go to a birthday party on Saturday night tomorrow night. But it's gonna be outside in someone's backyard. But I still don't want to be around people because I don't mind it because I know I'm I'm fine. I'm not work, but I don't get the looks. Oh, if, if I cough or like if I say something the wrong way, oh, you have COVID? Go, go, oh, what? Oh, okay. Oh, dude, I, so I don't want to deal I with had that. Like, I'm hoping I'm negative. I had such a bad cough with that whole thing. Like, I, I, I didn't want to go out anywhere because, yeah, I didn't want yeah. those weird looks. So I was waiting for a train earlier today, actually, and there was one dude that was waiting along with us. It was hacking up along. I was like, oh my God, tell yeah. this dude definitely's got COVID or yeah. had it. Yeah, had it probably. Man, this sucks. Never again. Until next year, we go back to Atlantic City for part two. We own that city. <laughs> fucking mask up every we'll see time. A, we'll see about that. Can maybe, we stay somewhere nicer next time? Or maybe change it up and go to Foxwoods. I know. I've never really been a fan of Foxwoods. I went there once. My parents liked it because I heard a lot of older people like it because it's... Right. It's like a, it's more of like a senior citizen yeah, vibe, right? I think so. Yeah. But anyway, that's a, that's a topic for another 10 months later down the road. Mark, you know, there's some big news stories this week. I thought about you. Oh, okay. Growing up, my mother would always joke around with me, like, if I ever go to a Broadway play, read the playbill. You'll see every single actor, their top credit for anybody is Law & Order. Right. (laughs) Law & Order's coming back for his 21st season. That's more acting opportunities for you, right? Absolutely, man. I'm I'm very excited about that. Because... I mean, you still had SVU, but now I like, guess this is the big one. SVU, there's organized crime. Chris, uh, Chris Maloney's back. Yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, and so now the the OGs coming back, man. I'm very excited about that. You ever do a Law and Order? Or was that before you started acting when it went off the air? The original, no, yeah. that that was before I entered uh, the acting world professionally. Good luck, Mark. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I like Law and Order. I didn't watch it. I wasn't a diehard fan, but I watched it like here and there, of course. Happy it's coming back. Good. All these shows are coming back. CSI's coming back. Like, where's the originality in Hollywood these days? You hear about Gladiator 2? No, I heard it was in the works, but I didn't hear anything about it. Really, Scott, is is officially starting the script? I can't tell by the look in your face if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Gladiator is one of my favorite movies of all time. I never saw it. I'm sorry, what? I never saw it. It's a classic. How have you not seen it? There's a lot of classics I haven't seen. Let's not get into that conversation right now. But you'd like it because I feel like it, it's kind of got like that stone cold Vince McMahon rivalry vibe. If like you really look at it, is the except em- they took the em- place in a. Is the emperor Vince McMahon? 
Yeah, I would say so. So I'm going to be rooting for the Emperor? I feel like maybe the Emperor is probably more like Shane McMahon. Okay. So I'm, I I'm, think you dig it. Am I going to root against Russell Crowe, though? That was a Disney fan. Y- you might. Uh, except, you know, it's a little bit more twisted. There's a lot of twists and turns. But, you know, yeah. I mean, talking about like, from, like the Roman times, Vince McMahon, Stone Cold. Great analogy. Mm-hmm. Give it a watch, buddy. It's like, I feel like it plays like all the time in different networks. I've become accustomed to not being a fan of watching movies on TV. The commercial breaks. All right, fine. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Like, one of my favorite movies is The Hangover. Okay. And it's just such a different vibe watching it on the TBS. Uh, well, yeah. Like, the cut stuff out, the curse words are dubbed over. I'm like, this is not the same movie. I, I'm with you on that. I'm not, I'm not a fan watching those movies on, like, regular network TV shows, uh, network television channels. But, you know, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of streaming options out there, buddy. Also hear about lack of originality. Uh, WB's come back with American Gladiators. Are they really? They're partnering with another studio. <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot the name of the studio. They're bringing back the original, not the original, well, the American Gladiators. I'm like, oh, okay. They, started, they tried didn't this the, one. Didn't The Rock bring it back? His own version of it, or no? No, he brought back, he, well, he didn't bring it back. He created the Titan Games. Titan Games, excuse me. But years ago, well over 10 years ago, they brought it back in NBC. That's where we got Gina Carano, Hulk Hogan hosted. I do remember that. Yeah. That's when, that's when Hulk yes. Hogan put a gun in his mouth and he called Layla Ali and she saved his life, basically. All because of that show, American Gladiators. I, I don't, don't remember, remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big, when he came out with it, it was a big, before the whole controversial tape came out of him, he was going mm. through a hard time and he was sitting there and he had a gun in his mouth ready to end it all. And I'm not sure if he called Layla or Layla called him and it saved his life. That's what, Fascinating. He, cred- that's what he credits with his, him still being here because she saved his life. Wow. But now I think we're getting into dark territories. and Yeah, it, 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 what is this, Dark Side of the Ring now? The podcast version? I'm sure we can talk about Hollywood's lack of originality all night because I can go on about this. But how about we check the interwebs, Marcus, and see what's trending? All right, buddy. Well, surprise, surprise, Rex Steiner slash Braun Breaker was trending again. People seem to love him. Yeah, I feel like for the third week in a row, this guy's trending. He cut. We were talking about last week uh, about him having more of an opportunity to speak in the mic. Well, yep. WWE listened, and I'll play you a little clip. I know the locker room is full of studs, but I'm here to whip ass. And that's harsh. I don't give a shit. You want a friend? Go get a dog. Just make no bones about it. My goal is to be NXT champion. So, dick or treat at Dick I'm sorry, Van what? Cl- this is a real Twitter. Dick or treat at Dick Van Klondike, uh, Klondike says he actually shared that video. I fucking love this guy. Hashtag WWE NXT. Like, you know, that, that was a good spot for him. He called the shots. He had intensity. He sounded like a Steiner. But this also caught my eye. Seth Rollins tweeted about this. I guess we can say shit now. Very exciting. Hashtag yeah. shit. And this came after the dawn of, a, you know, AEW with the promos on there. Brian Danielson saying shit a few times. I think you brought that up. You're like, oh, whoa, so exciting to say shit on TV. And now NXT's doing it. It's not a new How thing. How do you feel about that? They've been saying it for, like, a while. I think they've been able to get away with the shit on TNT for a while now. And I noticed now, w- it's on, now it's on USA and NXT. Yeah, WWE started that with the chicken shit. And then it started with a couple of, like, chicken shits or your shit. 
like the 10 30 11 o'clock portion of raw to hear this at what 8 45 at nine o'clock on the usa network all right i guess uh times are changing i know talk about a couple weeks ago they were trying to get a little more edgier with nxt so i guess this is their right. way being a little more loose and free with the language is this a retaliation you think as far as not necessarily retaliation but more of like you know it's working for aw let, let's try it out for us Yes and no. I don't think it's retaliation because they can say shit. We're going to start saying shit. I think it's like, all right, let's get a little more edgier. And by doing so, let's go back to what worked for us in the past. Let's start with the language. See that, that, how that, that works. And they'll take it from there. I think this is their uh, test ground. They're like, all right, let's see if this works here. If it works here, I'm sure we'll hear more about it on NXT and not on Fox, but definitely maybe on USA with Raw. Well, let's go back to the topic at hand here. I mean, yeah, I mean, Having fun with the word shit here, of course. It's going to make a lot of waves. People are going to listen. Like It's not what they're used to hearing. But the main thing is Braun Breaker trending for the third straight week here after the whole NXT 2.0 debut. This is, it's, that's a big deal. It seems like people are gravitating towards this guy. Yeah, definitely. And are. you know, he's calling his shots, like I said before. He's making no bones about it. He's going for that NXT championship. What I was a little worried about was he's clearly the face of NXT 2.0. That's he's going to be the next big thing. He's going to be the breakout star. That's no question. I was starting to worry about maybe him being forced down our throats. It doesn't and, seem this way. No, and then they he wasn't even on TV this week. He had a the pre-tape pro. I'm like, this is the way to go. I'm digging it. Good. They're doing the right thing with him so far. So keep that up. Like I said, we talked about it last week. He's not a bad guy to have. He has the whole total package, and I'm excited to see where this guy goes. Yeah, you know, but it could be, again, I, what I fear is a little too much too soon. He definitely can't beat Chomper right away because – and then what? No, You know can't. what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody denies that. He can't beat him. I, I think it's got to be more of like a chase. Yeah, he's gonna be, everyone loves to chase. He's going to put on one hell of a performance, impress the people backstage, and then eventually, maybe at a takeover later on down the road, Maybe around WrestleMania time. I don't. That's too far away. But give it time. Give, yeah, let it mellow. Let it give simmer. Give it time. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, so but far, I mean, like, I, I don't know the overall consensus with 2.0 because it's only been three weeks, but I'm enjoying it. I feel like they put it on too soon. It's going to fuck things up. Let's let this mellow. Let's do the right pace. Let's see what happens. Are you getting a ruthless aggression type of vibe with NXT 2.0? And with that, would Rex Steiner, Braun Breaker, whatever you want to call him, would he be the John Cena of that? I don't really think like that. Now that you mention it, I can definitely see that vibe and why people would pick that vibe up. And definitely he's the John Cena of this uh, era, I guess. I don't know what you want to call it, but he could be the John Cena type, definitely. Uh, John Cena I came out face-to-face -face with Kurt Angle. He coming face-to-face with Tommaso Ciampa, the biggest name of NXT right now, the leader of NXT. I'm just, I'm just waiting for Braun Breaker to slap him and say, ruthless aggression. <laughs> Maybe. But that's a, that's a good analogy. It's a good parallel. I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, like back that point, you know, WWE had a lot of budding stars. It was it was kind of like a rebuilding phase, if you will. It was kind of like the who who are these guys? A lot of these guys that got great looks. Also, most of them were not indie people. Yeah, and this was homegrown talent, and they wound up doing a phenomenal job. Like a lot of those guys are, are definitely Hall of Fame bound when their careers are are long gone, if not already. Yeah. If not already, exactly. And this is what this is what it seems like right here. It seems like we have a lot of these 
young guys here in NXT 2.0. It's, it's getting that same vibe. There was a lot of concern when, like, you know, when WWE said we're slamming our doors shut to indie talent, we want a homegrown talent once again. And we're like, oh, well, what's this going to look like? It seems like they're, they're going to be okay. We'll, we'll see with that. It, it's still, you know, NXT 2.0, I'm not as sold on it as you are. I do recognize the talent there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm wait, wait and see for me. But moving on, Putty, Bray Wyatt was also trending this past week. As you know, AEW, Dynamite, they're in Rochester this past week. Uh, celebration of Brody Lee. There was a lot of expectation that Bray Wyatt could be making his debut that night, possibly be the new face of the Dark Order. That was not the case. That was reported by Dave Meltzer that that was not going to be happening before the show even kicked off. But then also, Eric Bischoff chimed in on here. Honcho at PI All Elite quoted Eric Bischoff's statement here. Let's just assume Bray Wyatt is going to end up in AEW. I wouldn't do that till after the first of January. I've sa- I'd save that for the first quarter of next year because they've had so many signings and they're great ones too. Eric Bischoff quote. Putty, what do you think about that? Do you think do you think they should save off Bray Wyatt? Do you think they should even sign him at all? I mean, they, they've had a lot of former WWE guys come on board there. They're doing a great job right off the gate. You know, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, crushing it. CM Punk, crushing it, no matter how, how you feel about it. Doing very well over there. Uh, Christian Cage. And the list goes on. I'm sure I'm missing people here. Uh, Ruby Soho. Would Bray Wyatt, would that be too much too soon? Yes, enough already. Jesus. Stop signing guys. You're not fucking Pokemon. Let them do their thing. That that, that surprise that Adam Cole and Bebe and uh, Daniel Bryan, they'd be back-to-back. You got two debuts on the same fucking night, twenty minutes apart. Not even. Let them. Let's 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 enjoy them for a while instead of throwing somebody else in the mix. So for like, you know, Eric Bischoff, we can. I think we could agree here. The, the dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah, of course. You know, he didn't necessarily have a good run on SmackDown when he last ran a show. It seems like that was just really thrown together so fast. Yeah. But you know, Eric Bischoff, listen, he ran WCW. He was beating WWE for. A couple of years. Yep. So he, he knows what he's talking about. And I think I would have to agree with him. I would disagree with you. In a sense, it sounds like what you're saying. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. That AEW should not touch Bray Wyatt at all. Right? Is that what you're saying? Not anytime or you're soon. With not anytime not soon. Not anytime soon. Okay. Was it also, oh, finish your point. No, well, I was going to say, I agree with Eric Bischoff in a sense. Let's hold off here. Let, let, let's let all this simmer down because we, we, it was in all one night pretty much. We had like three debuts yeah, too much. and crushed it. And But that was great. I enjoyed that as a fan. I thought that was awesome. But, you know, all right, let, let's finish out the he- year here. Let's wait till after January. Mm-hmm. And because I think right now, I think people are kind of expecting Bray Wyatt to come out. Yep. Let, let's let it really be a surprise. Now I got to the, uh, the casino lucky mystery person next week. Mm, right. Wasn't also, I can't see it being him for that. Wasn't also Eric Bishop? I just I was reading today. Maybe not Eric Bishop. They were saying now it's looking like he might go to Impact instead of AEW. Who Bray or yeah, Eric? Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt. I I haven't heard that, but you know Bray Wyatt. I've said before. I think would be a great addition for Impact. Yeah, I think so too. 
because it, it just fits like, you know, I, I, we're probably gonna be talking about this later, but you know, especially their cinematic stuff that they do over there. It's so well done considering the, the, it's a lesser budget, way lesser budget than what WWE has. Yep. And they really, they really get a bang for the buck over there. They have a lot of creativity. I think Bray Wyatt, I think he's got an insane mind for the business as far as psychological and, and, and creative. Uh, he's, he's just a modern-day Jake the Snake Roberts, if you will. Plus, he's going to come come back the same fiend-like dark arts-type character. Impact has yeah, that's, the, a, that's, a big, that's a big if, though. Impact. We don't know if he will. Impact has a quote-unquote uh, undead realm with Father Mitchell and that whole storyline. So he can fit right in there. I can see him for part all, Father Mitchell. That'd be cool. For all we know, I mean, Bray, again, talking about Bray, Bray Wyatt's creativity, you know, he could completely reinvent himself, You know, do another version of Husky Harris, and he would still get over. It doesn't seem like he's going that route to hints he's dropping, but yeah, I'm saying he could do anything he wants. Right. He's, he's that damn good. So if, if he does go into the dark arts or whatever, you know, he, he can go to Impact. He could probably crush a New Japan. Yep. AEW, of course, makes a lot of sense. Of course. And there's so much that he can do in AEW as well. But, you know, AEW is not the end-all, be-all here. There, there are other promotions that can do this. I just don't know if Impact has the money to go for Bray Wyatt because I think that's someone that, that gets big bucks. We talked about it a while ago with somebody else. Maybe he doesn't want it for the money. Maybe he wants the creative freedom after being handcuffed for the last several years. Maybe he just wants to express himself artistically. I think what AEW, what AEW offers, they offer more money, and they also offer that that creative freedom, though. You right. know, so why why wouldn't you want to go for something like that? Impacts a better schedule. It depends what he's yeah, doing with his family, man. So then we could have said Brian Anderson would have done the impact. We can say anybody can go to impact. We're just talking circles now. Buddy, you're just defending impact. <laughs> Somebody has to. All right. Well, moving on. So the road was the the roads to the top. Yeah. Is that the new show? So that premiered this past week. Okay. It was it was interesting to see here in the middle of it all. You know, we oh, yeah. we had a big we had a big match earlier that that night with Sammy Guevara beating Miro Guevara. Guevara. It's Guevara. It's Guevara. It's Guevara. Then how come the commentators kept on saying Sammy Guevara? How come he said on our show we interviewed him Guevara? Checkmate. Uh, could be that you guys were wrong. <laughs> he said it himself, so go back and check the records, Dick. Sammy Guevara, Guevara versus Bobby Fish for the TNT Championship has been confirmed for next week. Holy shit. Hashtag AEW. That's from Elite AEW at Elite AEW. So this was actually done. This was announced pretty much in the middle of that show, the Roadster show. First commercial break. Uh, yeah. Phoenix at Amy Nemity. AW announcing matches and challenges via road, hashtag roads to the top is cool as hell. That was unexpected, and I can't wait to see him go up against Bobby Fish. I wonder if we'll get some interaction with Adam Cole as well. That's also a good point there. Bobby Fish going to AEW, man. Seems like it's a one-off right now. Will we see some interaction there between him and Adam Cole? It doesn't necessarily relate there with the storyline with him and Sammy, but you, one has to think with the history there. We all know it. Tony Khan knows it. Yeah. Like that would be money. Actually, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, that would be good. I don't know if uh, Sammy Guevara versus Bobby Fish is a holy shit worthy type match. I think it's more of the fact that it's unexpected, and it but, was pretty cool to see. Like as you said, in the middle of a commercial break, 
Like, you know, we're just watching a, a new reality show. The next thing you know, holy shit, we have, a, we have a match next week for the TNT Championship against Bobby Fish, who tweeted out a challenge earlier before. I did like the fact that he challenged somebody not on the roster. But didn't, uh, was it Cody Rhodes who used to do that? He used to have an open challenge, and every week somebody not even on the roster would come up. It was surprising. And that was like, yeah, uh, kept people on their it, toes. It, Who's going to come out? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It was usually like an indie talent. But someone that name, would eventually be signed. Yeah. Like Eddie Kingston was one of them. That's how we have Eddie Kingston now in AEW. Warhorse. Warhorse. Yeah. Um, uh, so th- I'm trying if, to think he's going to start. I'm not sure if this is a going into a program. I don't know if he's going to get Bobby Fish signed. Maybe it's an audition. But I would like to see him keep challenging people who are not on the roster. And keep Does Bobby Fish need an audition, though? I mean, Bobby Fish has done a lot. Does he need to audition for AEW? I don't know. Their roster's kind of fucking full. I don't know if they just can sign anybody willy-nilly here. Plus, Bobby I Fish mean, is I, That's not, a good point. I, I don't Fish necessarily know Tony Khan's payroll, but like you know, it seems like Tony Khan's payroll is quite big because he, he's even getting rights to a lot of these songs. They're not cheap. Bobby Fish also isn't in his early 20s either. He's in the latter part of his career. Oh, like Christian Cage is in his early 20s? Like Paul White is? Or Mark Such Henry? Mark. Jesus Christ. Can't have a fucking conversation with you defending AEW to the hilt. Oh, no, I'm just saying, continue. though. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up a point here to you. you you're giving me one, one of your points. I'm coming right back with you. Bobby Fish isn't on the same level as Christian, though. It, to say that it is, that's an insult to Christian's career. Bobby Fish was in a great Bobby faction. Fish, Bobby Fish is, is very damn good, though. On the same level as Christian, though? I mean, like, now that's perception. Bobby Fish isn't that big of a name. He's in the main eventer. He's in was, a top guy. Was it, or was it not trending? Was it or was it not trending? It was trending. People are talking about it. Yeah, because he's not on the roster. You, you got a guy in a, a, a company challenging a guy who's not even on the roster. That's going to make some waves. Oh, shit. Okay. Especially somebody who is a name recognized. I know that name. He didn't, he didn't name somebody random guy in Japan like John Moxie did. He, he, we know this guy. But he's not on the roster. That, is he coming in? Is this a one-off? Speculation's coming up. What's, what does this mean? What's the future hold? I'm, I'll, let's see what happens. I hope it does. I, I like Bobby. I'm, I'm hoping that don't come off. I do like Bobby Fish. Hope it does get signed because I do want to see my This guy TV. hates Bobby Fish. Problem with that? At me. At me. Greenman.sow. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's going to be a cool moment. And it, it's cool to see. It, I guess in a way, though, I mean, it's smart in AEW. It, it's kind of making you want to tune in more. If you, Even if you're not into necessarily reality TV, it makes you want to tune in and for uh roads to the top i mean is this gonna be a regular occurrence that they're just gonna have like random matches declared during commercial break i doubt it because it was the premier championship but if it does they do do that that'll be smart right so it'll be smart and it's smart i missed the show i definitely won't watch it you get people talking too like like just said bobby fisher isn't on the roster why is he challenging a guy not in your company got people talking obviously we're talking about it now so i think it was a smart move i hope it like i hope it happens that'll be a good match It'll be a very good match. I think based on that match, maybe they do sign him, maybe they don't. You definitely have some people back there that's worked with him that could vouch for him. So we'll see what happens there. Moving on, Crown Jewel was making waves today on Twitter. Our favorite pay-per-view of the year. Yeah, can't wait. (laughs) Denise Salcedo, at underscore Denise Salcedo. Crown Jewel matches announced so far. Universal champion Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. That is huge. At Whip Doja, she quote retweeted about the match. Crown Jewel does not deserve this match. I'm sorry that crowd doesn't pop for nobody but The Undertaker. 
I agree with that. Fair statement. I think this. I think this is a cool moment. Don't get me wrong. That we're going to have a triple threat women's match. Three huge names there. Yep. Lots of implications here for for the roster. But yet, I feel like it's being wasted on a random Thursday for Crown Jewel, which doesn't necessarily draw much. Not at all. Has anybody watched Crown Jewel? We're adults. We work. I haven't watched one. I right. I didn't even watch the DX Brothers of Destruction match. That's not how it worked. I, Let me go back I, and watch I, it I, next I, day. But I never did. It's a four-hour, three-hour play. I'm not going to go back and watch it. I did watch. I fast-forwarded to that match, and I regretted it. Yeah, that's what I heard. But... This is only, I think there was another match last time at Saudi Arabia, but the first one was involved Natalia and somebody else. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a big deal. Huge, the first one, yeah. I think, there might have right. been, I think there might have been another one. I'm not too sure about that. It was, it was a big deal, but it wasn't necessarily like, you know, huge main roster uh, implications here. This is no, different. This is huge. This is like a this is like a, a main event caliber match, if you will, and that'll be shocking even as well. If this does wind up main eventing the show, I do like it how, could. They're, how they're progressing with uh, Crown Jewel as opposed to the past Crown Jewels. It's like, oh, this Sunday, tune into Hell in a Cell, but also Thursday is Crown Jewel. Like, I'm not watching two fucking pay per views in one week. <laughs> it seems Crown Jewel is the October pay per view. Yes, it does. So that gets more eyes on way. I have a bone to pick here with SmackDown. Okay. You know, SmackDown was the draft. Awesome. Cool. Yes. Want to see some things get shake up here? Can't wait. Right? Right? Then in the midway through the show, we find out, oh, well, we still have Edge for another three weeks because, uh, you know, the fall of the draft doesn't happen for another three weeks. What? What? Huh. Did we learn that before the show started, Marcus? They announced the rules on their social medias. The roster yeah, changes don't go in effect for three weeks. Um, why? I don't know. I don't know why either. So then why have the draft now? I don't know. Oh, because the season premieres. Uh, actually, no, I don't, can't, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Season um, premiere. That's another thing. We, have, I, I, we never have seasons. We always have seasons. WWE is like a soap opera. No, yeah. no they, always, they always say it's a season premiere. Though. They always say it's a season premiere, but it's there's no seasons. seasons. That happens to be the season premiere this time. It's just for like you want to want your guide when you're watching a TV show it says the season and the episode number. That's the only reason why. So t- this next week is going to be season what twenty something, twenty six, twenty seven. It's just so, so but it's just they, they always do that. I thought the same thing because it's it's uh, that's, it, that's just it's, it's a mar- it's just a marketing thing. Yeah, that's I, it. I don't want to nitpick about that. I, I just want to get that off my chest. But nonetheless, so actually, I, I feel like we're kind of overlapping our TV takedown. But Charlotte Flair. Drafted a SmackDown, interfered in that match with Bianca Belair and and uh, Sasha Banks. Where does she fit now? You know, is, is she going to be throwing that match too? Please no. That would but why? Guess, because well, why do you say that? Let these. She's not involved in this feud. These the, all these three women. Especially now Bianca, she is. Especially Bianca now Belair she is. and Sasha Banks. We never got the rematch we deserved, but now we're throwing Becky Lynch into it because everyone loves Becky Lynch. And now she's a champion. We need her. We can wait. Plus, the roster, she's not a part of the SmackDown roster until after the event anyway. Technically. Three weeks, though. Three weeks. Isn't that a crown jewel? Yeah. So a lot of things can happen in three weeks. So, so they, she they, might. They have, they have two champions there right now on the same brand. SmackDown ended off with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch 